Blog Talk Radio. <clears throat> Hello, welcome to Kid Missing Radio. I'm your host, Angelina Wilson. Tonight we have on the program Kenny Gerald, president and founder of the AWARE Foundation. AWARE stands for, let's see if I get this right, um... Uh, Always watch and recognize your environment. Always watch. I'm sorry. Go ahead again. Always watch and recognize your environment. Okay. What What was the inspiration for starting Aware? Well, I'm going to have to go back a few years. Uh, something that a lot of people don't know about, and I don't make it a point to tell everyone. Uh, in the early 80s, I had a uh, relative that went missing, uh, and his uh, remains were found one week later. Of course, back then, we didn't have social media. We didn't have Facebook and Instagram, Snapchat. So, you know, we we were basically left to deal with this on our own. Um, fast forward to 2009, uh you know, we had uh, Heidi Childs and David Metzler that was murdered right outside the Virginia Tech campus. I was part of the Virginia Tech community. And then about a month later, Morgan Harrington went missing. And for six and a half years, I was helping the Harringtons on um, uh, their daughter's case and then Hannah Graham, Alexis Murphy. And so my passion, you know, I, you know, I started thinking, you know, what a great way to use our resources uh, we have accumulated a lot of national outlet, media outlets, local here in Virginia, North Carolina. So I, what I wanted to do was put together an organization with a group of volunteers that had uh, the same goals as I did and try to help as many families uh, as possible to uh, get the information out about a missing loved one or their missing family member um, as quickly as possible because we know time is crucial when someone goes missing. And so um, that was my goal. Uh, matter of fact, we just celebrated our three-year anniversary uh, on February 2nd. We have a little over 64,000 people on our page, uh, and we're continuing to grow. So you asked me what got me started, and that's it. It started when my cousin went missing, and but it also uh, my – my desire to help others uh, is what really got me involved in this. And I'm not, you know, we're, we're a little different than some of those organizations you see listed because we don't just, we don't just post a missing flyer. We actually stay with these families from the time we take the information, the time we contact the police until the, there's some resolve to their case. That's wonderful. So you guys contact the police? We contact the police. We work with the police from the beginning until whenever, you know, if, you know, our goal is naturally is to get the information out as quickly as possible. Someone sees our flyer. We do this by social media, but we have contacts everywhere in the national media and local media to get the information out as quickly as possible and hopefully someone sees a face or the person that's missing, and we've had this happen quite often, the person that's missing sees our flyer, and they call home. And it's a happy yeah. it's a happy ending. 
yes, we confirm everything that we do with the police department to make sure that there is a missing pe- person's report that has been filed. Or we, that makes sense. We don't move forward. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, speaking of cases where the missing saw themselves, I was actually asked by a friend of a mom, because I do videos on my YouTube, and I had a cable right. access show, but father passed away, and I can't get there to do it. <laughs> um, it's all on my YouTube. And this lady asked me to post a video about this girl. So I did. The girl saw the video, and after two years, she went home. Yeah. We like, had one that, wow. uh, that, that we just had one yesterday that's been missing for almost a year, and <laughs> lo and behold, he just shows up. And, of course, you know, we don't ask any questions. We're just glad that they're yeah. home and they're back with their family. That's We don't hold any judgments against anyone. That's not our job. Uh, we, right. you know, we get very close to the families. Uh, matter of fact, it's not unusual, Angelina, to for myself or several of our volunteers uh, to be up to 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning working with the families. Uh, we do this quite often. And speaking of my volunteers, we got a great group. Now, and if they're listening, and they probably are, I wanted to say hello to them. Um, I they work. They work 24-7. I mean, this, they're just a, an exceptional group of individuals. Some of them have actually had family members that went missing. So they know what it's like. They know what it's like to, uh, you know, what we try to do, Angelina, is take some of the legwork out for these uh, families. Uh, yeah. And you're most right. Most of the families so are just in shock. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so much better today than, like you said, in the 80s. They just assumed you were Absolutely a runaway. Absolutely nothing. And it, yeah, and did exactly, exactly nothing. <laughs> Social media can be good. Social media can be bad. Uh, it's also right. increased uh, the dangerous. You don't want of, to destroy of, a case. Yeah, it, it's it, you know, of course, it, it's increased the uh, uh, the danger of online predators, and they've gotten very good at that. But we want to use social media to our benefit, and I, you know, I'd like to think that we have done quite well with that. And uh, uh, you know, just one email from a family saying, "Hey, because of what you did." I now have my kid back, and um, that means a lot to me, and it means a lot to our volunteers. And I just want to continue that as long as I, I'm, you know, I, it's I'm possible to go. Um, you know, we also do something different. We, like I said, we're not just an organization that posts flyers on Facebook and social media. We actually get in our vehicles and we drive. Uh, three, four hours one way to help families uh, bring awareness to their missing family member. Tomorrow, I'll be in Richmond, Virginia for Ashley Huddleston. Um, she's been missing February 7th. The 7th will mark the one-year anniversary. Uh, so we're going to be there, and we hope that, you know, Angelina, I know we, we're, we have proved this, that what we do can work. It can jog someone's Absolutely. memory that possibly didn't think at the time that the information was uh, critical to help locate this person, or they may not have known at the time that this person was even missing. But what we have seen, and we have seen it 
you know, we, we witness it. We see it every day where it's something that we've posted by the hard work of the volunteers and the 64,000 that, that's on our page. Someone will see the flyer and say, I know where I know where this person is. And lo and behold, they may have been missing three and a half or a month or a year, and they're found. This it works, yeah. Angelina. It works. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just want to let you know, if you need somebody to put posters out there online, I can write blog posts. My blog has over two hundred and fifty thousand hits. I can Get them on Finding the Missing Children on Facebook, which is a Facebook page that I actually took over that gets hits constantly. And I make posters. Yeah, that, that would be wonderful. For my shows, I've made. So if you need if, any made, I can make them. And that's the so. way it's supposed to work, Angelina. Every person, every organization uh, should want to work together, not Absolutely. be. Uh, you know, this is not an ego thing. It's not to see no, how many yeah, likes you can get. Right. You want to work together to bring these missing home. Uh, unfortunately, we right. run into some groups that um, they want. <laughs> it, it's it's almost like a competition, and we don't want it to be a competition. No, we no, want no. people no. to work together, and uh, you know, it's it's not. It's not something that you want to do. It's you've got to have this passion to want to help locate missing people. And if you don't yeah. have it, you're going to get burned out in a hurry. Yeah. For me, it started with a little girl. I don't know if you're familiar with Sarah Pryor from Massachusetts. Yes. Mm-hmm. It started out with her. She was nine when she went missing. I was only 11. Seeing that little face on the TV, and then all those years later, seeing that, that same little face, and they had found pieces of her skull, you know, and she was the inspiration for what I do. You know, you know and Angelina, another thing that uh, that we try to do as well, there are some cases that, you know, it, it's gotten to the point that when we start on a case and um, it's almost like you have this gut instinct where you know it's going to have a happier, sad ending, Uh However, there are cases right here in Virginia that we know that uh, there are individuals that's walking the streets that know what happened to this person that's missing. Now, we have James Walker. We have Chris, Christopher Dalfat. We have um, uh, uh, Jen Renee Cook. Uh, it's just uh, it's amazing how many of these people uh, – are walking the streets knowing full well that they know what happened to these individuals, and yet they can do it as if nothing happened. And those are the people we're also trying to reach. How can you do that to a parent? Well, that's a good question. And uh, I don't think, you know, I think we would always have to put ourselves in the mind of someone that that can do this, and I'm we can't because we're not like that person. Uh, and I ask that question all the time, Angelina. How could how could you possibly harm someone? How could you take this person away from their family? And I can't answer that. No. No, but if you know, 
you know, the so-and-so did it. I can see you being afraid that they might hurt you, you know, but mm-hmm. to not say anything, you know. I don't um, think that, now, you know, I just first, think oh, that they, they feel like they got away with the perfect crime. And what I, my whole point of what I was trying to say is we want to make sure that those individuals know that every day there's going to be something posted to bring back uh, to their uh, memory of what happened. Now, why do we do that? Well, for one thing, we want to make sure that the family knows that we haven't forgotten them. But I think the most important issue here is to make sure that they know we haven't forgotten. The person that's that has the information that we're so um, uh, desperately needing to bring resolution to the to this person's missing person's case. I want to make sure that they know that we're going to always be there, and just because they think they've gotten away, I guarantee you that every single one of these cases I just mentioned, James Walker, Christopher Dalbat, every single one of them can be solved, every single one of them. We have at least four to five cases right here in southwest and central Virginia that we know who possibly the suspects are, and they, all they need to do is come forth with that information, and let's bring these families some closure. And, now, again, you, you asked that question. I, or just there? I'm sorry, what did you say? I said, do you work all over the country or just there? No, we, uh, you know, it, it hasn't been too long ago we helped locate a two-year-old in Los Angeles. Uh, the, oh, wow. the father abducted the little girl on one of his uh, supervised uh, visits. He snuck out of the mall, and uh, when the family contacted me, I put out a flyer. Uh, That was the Friday after Christmas, Uh, and so uh, the Los Angeles Police Department was going to wait until the following Monday because they didn't think it was that, you know, it was a custody issue, they thought, and they were going to let it go until they had more people to work on. And I said, we can't work, we can't wait. This guy, I know for a fact, is a flight risk. So we put the flyer out. I contacted the airport, sent them the information. Uh, Sunday, he was recognized. The little girl was recognized by our flyer. Now, this is in Los Angeles, Angela. Uh, and so by the time the police got there, he'd already moved. But Monday, thankfully, uh, they another motel recognized our flyer. They called the police. They surrounded the the, the the hotel, and they were able to make her arrest, bring the little girl back. So again, no, we we actually have volunteers in California as well. We have about 22 volunteers, and they're scattered throughout the country. That's great. So is law enforcement? Yeah, we can we can cover a lot of area. We could cover it fast. Yeah. Is law enforcement very receptive to you guys? Uh, yes. I will have to say that, um, that of course, there's always going to be agencies that not that's not quite as receptive. But I'll have to be honest with you. There's some locales, localities that they, they don't really get that many missing people, and therefore they're not as equipped to handle it as maybe some of the other law enforcement agencies to get 50 and 60 across their desk a day. So, yes, that's why, you know, like I I was telling you before we went on air, we have 13 police departments that have added us right under the National Missing and Exploited Children 
website or link uh, as a resource for the missing. So I take, a, you know, we take a great deal of pride in that because it's a lot of hard work and to think that the police yeah. departments across the country think of us, as, you know, that they know we're an asset to them. We do nothing to yeah, jeopardize I saw the case. in your testimonials, one from a police detective. Yeah, in Manassas, we got more. We just haven't updated it. Uh, we've had letters sent to us to uh, thanking us for getting the information out as quickly as possible, that that was part of the reason they were able to bring resolution to the family. You know, and it's just, it's not, it, I do have to say we take a great deal of pride, in it, but it's not an ego thing. It's not a competition. you got to find people with uh, the same goal in mind, and that's to look after yeah. the families. We we don't care what the background is. We have people that that haven't been uh, uh, exceptional citizens, as far as so to speak. Uh, but that doesn't matter to us because we no. to us there's someone's kids, there's someone's dads, there's someone's uncle, grandfather, and that's what we look at. We want exactly. we look at them as people. Everyone deserves to be found. There's not one person that's, you know, no matter, you know, how much wealth they have, you know, that doesn't matter to us and it shouldn't matter to anyone. Unfortunately, um, that does, you know, the stereotypes sometimes come into play with certain groups and uh, that shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. No. Now, you also have another arm of this. You educate, Right. We have gone, we have, Mark Eggerman, I'm going to be, i got to give a shout out to him. We have one of the best, uh, Virginia is blessed with one of the the most uh, dedicated individual in the state of Virginia, Mark Eggerman. He's the director of the Department of Emergency Management. Uh, He's known, uh, probably, uh, I know he's very well known in the surrounding states, West Virginia, North Carolina, and of course Virginia. But... um, Yes, he helped. Well, he actually, we may have modified it a little, but he was, he wrote a uh, presentation on the dangers of online predators and social media. And we've taken classes also in uh, uh, also the same thing, the dangers of uh, how these predators have gotten very good at what they do. And so to answer your question, yes, we have gone into schools and given these presentations to kids. uh, And it's, We've been very recept- they've been very receptive. Uh, we've had schools contact us. We've had church contact us, and we can go anywhere and give this presentation if they 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 call us. So yeah, we we do that. But our main our main mission, of course, is the missing. But we also make sure that we educate, uh, especially uh, preteens and teenagers, uh, the dangers yeah. of what it means to have Snapchat kick or whatever. And so we we do that as well. Yeah, and you're right. Some you were saying earlier, some places have more experience with some missing than others, and that's true. I live in a very small rural town. We don't have people missing every day like in Los Angeles, <laughs> where they got fifty or sixty plopped on their desk every day. That's right, and I can so, usually tell within the first to five ten minutes of my conversation with either the you know uh, the police officer or the detective that's that's been assigned the case i can usually tell uh by just talking to them just how experienced they are when it comes to the missing uh and of course 
uh, as something else we don't use on our flyers and we don't use the word runaway. Uh, I had a long conversation about two years ago with the Newport News Police Department on that very subject. Uh, we had a, a young lady that went missing. She did run away. Um, however, they contacted me and said, Kenny, do you, you do realize she's a runaway, right? And I said, yes, I do. And uh, they said, well, you didn't list that. I said, and I'm not going to. John Walsh will even back, you know, he's the one that really started this. Uh, if people see runaway and they automatically think, well, they ran away. There had to be a reason they ran away. Uh, they'll come back. However, we know that within the first 72 hours, uh, there's a possibility of this runaway uh, may be approached by a sex trafficker. That yeah, is not acceptable in our eyes. So we we admit that. Well, I mean, we, we leave that off of our flyers for a reason. I ask all the volunteers not to put that word on there because people look at it and they say, I'm not looking for this person. They ran away. And uh, we have multiple runaways, and thankfully uh, something clicks that they quit, and um, and that's what we look for. We we want to bring these people home. I don't care if it's five times, six times, seven times. We want to bring them home, and that's our goal. And we won't stop until we get some resolution to this case. What frustrates me is that I've seen them label, like, Nine-year-olds, like the little Alfred boy, in the little Alfred boy in in New York, as a runaway. He was yes. a small child. He's a small child, right? And uh, most of these kids are not street savvy. If they're, you know, I will have to say this: uh, when I was involved in Morgan Harrington's case, there was a detective on that case. Uh, his name was uh, uh, Lieutenant Joe Rader. He taught me more than probably any law enforcement agency uh, that I've ever been that I've ever known. And he said, "You got to figure out you're either running from something or to something. You need to figure that out." And that's one of the first things we do. We may ask some questions that uh, that we never use, but it's for our benefit to know what we're dealing with at the time. And trust me, it comes. Yeah. It helps us. Uh, we know what we're looking for. And it comes, you know, I've been doing this for nine years. People don't realize that I've been doing it for nine years. And yeah, um, February third, two thousand sixteen, you founded it. That's that was when we started the Aware Foundation. But I started doing this in two thousand nine, uh, just helping. We had a young lady that went missing. She had been missing for three and a half months. I had a father contact me. We created a flyer, got it out. She was located in three and a half hours. She'd been missing three and a half months. She was located in three and a half hours because of the flyer. And uh, I said, wow, we're on to something here. And so, uh, yeah, it's been nine years since I've been doing this. And we've had to tweak wow. quite a few things, and we've made a lot of errors, And but it's that's okay. It's okay to make mistakes. Just admit them, correct them, and move on. Yep. I've been doing this since 2003, you know, The Missing. Right. Um, I've yeah. been doing the show since 2012. But, um, but yeah, the computer makes such a big difference in that. Um, now, on social media, on Twitter, you are at aware underscore Z. That is correct. 
On Facebook, it's the Aware Foundation. And on Instagram, yes, it's and also the Aware Foundation. We have a website called the Aware Foundation of Virginia.com. Um, Angelina, also, now, would, how, uh, before we somebody, get... Oh, I was just going to... I was just going to ask how somebody can get a hold of you if they have a missing person. Oh, they can. uh, There's no way I can hide, even if I wanted to. Uh, They (laughs) can certainly uh, send us a private message on our Facebook page. Uh, They can send us an email at the missingaware at gmail.com. They can go on our website and send me a message. It goes directly to me. Um, And they can call me. Uh, so, like you said, there's no way um, I could hide, even if I wanted to. And uh, so we we make all this uh, highly visible for anyone that, uh, and we have things. If you've looked at our website, we have uh, we need to update it. But we have police departments all across the country. If if someone has a missing family member in that part of the country, they can go to our click on the link, and they have all their information right there in front of it. Uh, so, you know, we try to make it, we try to make it as easy as possible because it's not something, uh, that any family should have to deal with. And we try, we try to do the legwork for it. Um, do you have any pet cases that are closest to your heart? Like cases you really want to see solved? Uh, Caitlin Akins is one in Northern Virginia. Matter of fact, we were on the uh, ID channel, disappeared in 2017. With that particular case, that case haunts me to this day because, like I just mentioned, some of the other cases, I know that there's an individual that... Caitlin Akins, she went missing in uh, Spotsylvania County in Virginia. Um, That case haunts me to this day because we know that that there's a certain individual that's not being as cooperative as the police would like, and he's sent up a lot of red flags. Uh, James Walker is another one. Um, uh, Joan Cook, uh, Christopher Douthat. Um, oh man, I could name uh, I can name Janet Renee Fields, Bonnie Santiago. Uh, those are cases that are dear to my heart because. I've become very close to their family, and we talk almost uh, every day, if not every day, two or three times a week, and it just breaks my heart to see what these families are struggling with every single day. And so um, maybe I take this too personally. I don't know. Because, uh, it, it, you know, it just it weighs on my heart because I know that there's answers and we're still trying with everything we have to get the answers that they need. And we won't let up until someone either comes forth with the information or we're just going to make their life uh, miserable because every day they wake <laughs> up, they're going to see this person's face. And uh, I, they're either going to come forth with the information or they're just going to have to, they're going to have to look at us every day because we're not going to let mm-hmm. up on them. Absolutely. You know, that's you were talking about somebody knows something in that case, and it made me think of a case that I've had the mom on twice, Billy Smolinski. Yes. There are people that know. You know, tell that mother where her son is so she can bury him. 
Right. Yes. You're, you, yes. That's another case. I love that family. Love that family. Oh, wonderful and, people. Oh, she is just, she's such an inspiration. Uh, I scroll yeah. her Facebook page uh, daily. Just, she always has something positive to say. And here's someone that can actually just curl up in the fetal position and go away and ask others to go away. But she always has something positive to say. And I just love that. I just love that family. Okay, we have 90 seconds left. So I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and for offering to get me other shows. And like I said, if you need posters or anything, I can make them and I post them. Well, thank um, you. We 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 should be working together, Angelina, and I appreciate uh, your your saying that you were willing to do that. Uh, absolutely, um, and I want to, like I said, I want to thank you. I also want to take a minute to dedicate this episode to my friend Brett Gollin. He passed away last Saturday. Oh, um, I'm so he sorry. Had a website. Well, he had a Facebook page called Find Me. His passion, as it turns out, was also the missing. Known him since kindergarten. And oh, I just wow. wanted to dedicate this show to him. And I will be doing the best that I can to take over Find Me, even though I don't have access to its messages or any of that stuff because I don't have the password. <laughs> so. Well, our prayers go out to you and to the family. Um, oh, thank you. We'll He's be thinking about now. you. Thank oh, you. Well. He's with his mom now. He 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 definitely reached his goal, right? Yep. So. Well, thank you so much for Angelina again for having me. And I'll I'll be more than happy to send you some families with their stories uh, because uh, they can wonderful. tell them much they can tell them much better than I can. Okay. Goodbye and God bless everyone. Thank Goodbye, you. Honey. Have a great evening, everyone. Yep. Bye bye. Bye bye.